Hello and welcome to the Proper Car Podcast. I'm Drew Markey and I'm excited to share my love of cars and my knowledge of the car sales and service industry with you. The goal of this podcast is to help you be more informed about the car buying process, to help you find the best car for your needs and your budget, and to help you enjoy car ownership more than you've ever imagined. I'm your ally in car buying and I can't wait to help you out, so let's get started. Most people know that regular maintenance is needed to keep a car running well, but it's rare that anyone is really taught how to properly care for a car. And the service department usually feels like it's just another way for dealers and the car industry to rip you off. Today, I wanna give you some perspective on planning and budgeting for maintenance, why it's a great investment, and how you can become more comfortable and confident when it comes to the service needs of your car. In this episode, you're gonna hear a couple of horror stories, but you'll also hear about how some of my customers benefited from keeping up with maintenance. I spent eight years working in service departments, both at new car dealers and a small independent shop. And most of that time I was in the role of service manager. So I kind of got to see all the ins and outs of how the department operated. Uh, I helped to make sure customers were having a positive experience and of course had to step in to sort out stressful moments that often occurred when something went wrong. I took a lot of pride in my work and the work of the teams of service technicians and advisors that worked with me. I had great relationships with a ton of our customers and they knew they could trust me. But I also helped a lot of people who had been burned or taken advantage of in the past by other departments, other service departments and dealerships. and. Unfortunately, that distrust that they rightfully had um, made it really challenging for them to let their guard down a bit when they were in a situation where they were with somebody who truly just had their best interests in mind. And often what happened is there would be a lack of maintenance, um, which only made matters worse. So maybe this sounds familiar to you. Uh, Maybe it's an experience you've had in the past, but I'd really like to think that we can fix that today. Have you ever checked your oil levels or changed a flat tire? Many people are just not taught how to do these things anymore, so don't feel bad if you answered no. I'm posting a video on social media that's going to go along with this episode. It'll show up as this one releases, just to show you how to start with some of the basics, not necessarily changing a tire in this one, but at least how to check your oil and tire pressures. Those are two of the best things that you, as the owner of a car, can do to keep an eye on the the status of some of the most important parts of keeping your car operating. It's really pretty easy to do and it can keep you from some really costly or frustrating issues down the road. 
I like to check these things when I'm filling up with gas. You have a little bit of time while you're waiting for your car to fill up. Generally, you're in a spot where you have cover from the rain. You have light if it's dark out. And you also generally have paper towels to use that you could just throw away in case you don't keep that kind of stuff with you. Most importantly, I think it's really helpful because it's that reminder to go ahead and do a quick check. Not to say that you need to do it every single time you fill up, but if you do it when you fill up and you do it during that process of of doing it, it's really not an inconvenience and it's a wonderful reminder. I wanted to start the episode with speaking about this because those two things of just checking your oil and checking your tire pressures, to me, are kind of the foundation of maintenance for your car. When you're keeping track of those things, you are much more likely to spot an issue before it gets worse. Uh, If you've ever had a flat tire, they don't often happen when you have time and when it's convenient. Um, The last thing you want is to actually have it be a blowout or something that forces you to pull off the side of the road and no matter what the situation is like, if you're on a busy highway, if it's the, you know, hot, humid summer, or if it's pouring down rain, you now have to deal with that in that moment. Now, it's worth mentioning that, you know, that kind of thing can still happen. It's not like checking your tire pressures keeps you from potentially driving over something that causes that. But it is the thing that you can do that helps you catch this stuff before it happens when it's something a bit more uh, trivial or something that can be addressed, like a nail in your tire. So the same can be said with checking your oil. When you're Checking it regularly enough, you know what to look for. You might notice that it's gotten just a little bit low. And if you top it off, then you're going to prevent some potential issues down the road. You also have the opportunity to just take a quick glance at things under the hood. Um, You don't have to be a mechanic to know how to spot certain issues that might be popping up. Like if you have a a big wet spot on a hose or if um, you can smell something that seems off or even just something as simple as your washer fluid is about empty and you can fill it back up before you run out. All of these things are the, the simple stuff that you're able to do when you take that couple of minutes that you have during pumping gas to just check in on your car maintenance. In the next segment, I want to talk a bit about why that is so important, give you some examples of customers who are on top of things and what that looks like for them, or some that maybe that wasn't so much the case. So as I mentioned before, I spent a number of years working in service departments. Most of that time I was actually with many, many Coopers. Um, and those are really fun, exciting cars to drive. Uh, they're kind of neat because they bring a lot of that engineering know-how and, and 
build quality from their parent brand, BMW, but that also comes with a lot of the slightly more costly maintenance and repairs. And a lot of my customers really love their cars. They cared a lot about them and they tried to keep them in the best shape they possibly could. Those customers were a lot like what I was just mentioning. They were the type of people who they would spot something before it would be an issue. They generally service them on time, if not early. They would, you know, take care of an issue before it became anything too bad. They would stay on top of things like knowing what the next service interval was going to be. And the result of that kind of prep and preventative maintenance and just being aware of the fact that the car would need service and would need to be checked on occasionally kept them from some pretty costly repairs. They knew that by spending a little bit more periodically to stay on top of their service that it was going to potentially prevent those things. And I saw a lot of situations where that was 100% the case. So while those customers would check on their oil and, and listen to the advice given by people they trusted in a service department, they were able to prevent those repairs. And what's kind of unfortunate, at least in the case of these minis, and this isn't unique, every car kind of has their own quirks, their own good and bad uh, that it's just the reality there a vehicle is made up of thousands of parts so there's a good chance that something's going to break or something's going to wear out but generally they were able to kind of avoid some of the common things with minis a lot of it ended up being related to engine oil so as i mentioned earlier checking your oil is very important Many, like a lot of other manufacturers, started to go toward better quality, longer life oils. There's a lot of good reasons to do that. It means that there, you know, is less use of just constant changing out of oil, which is a, a good thing. It can be uh, beneficial for just the time savings and, and generally the cost savings actually wash out. If not, they're a little bit better for customers. So there's a lot of reasons why brands wanted to start going to those types of oils. But the problem with that is I think people had gotten so used to short oil change intervals that there was a, a lack of that upkeep maintenance mindset of checking the oil. Every internal combustion engine will go through a little bit of oil. It burns it off, it consumes it, it's whatever you want to, to call it, but it's natural. Uh, it shouldn't do a significant amount, but they all do a little bit. And when you're changing your oil every 3,000 miles, you're usually changing the oil out and putting all new oil in before you've ever even reached the point where it's gotten too low. That changes when you start looking at 10, 15, or 20,000 mile oil service intervals. 
So we'd have a car towed in. The engine's no longer running. And we'd usually find something related to the oil. Maybe the timing chain had snapped or something had seized. And generally it was because the oil was so exceptionally low that the engine could just no longer operate properly. A lot of those times the, the car was already approaching an oil service interval or maybe it had already passed and had just been missed by a little while. But in any case, the customer was about to get a very upsetting phone call. Those repairs were incredibly costly and I saw it all too often. And it was very frustrating to see. The biggest thing that frustrated me about it was that, generally speaking, it was preventable. And I hate to see that because, as you've probably picked up on in this podcast so far, I don't want you to have to be spending more money than necessary for car ownership. That's one of the things that makes it less enjoyable. And when you have a car that stops running and it's going to cost you thousands of dollars to get it back to being useful again, that's one of those worst case scenario experiences. So while this is only one car, one kind of scenario to cover uh, in this sort of realm of, of how maintenance can prevent some very costly repairs, I think it really hits home at the value of paying attention to your service intervals and just being smart about how you handle the maintenance and protection of this vehicle that you own, hopefully enjoy, and that you depend on. Now, I know a lot of people will listen to this episode and maybe feel like I'm pointing a finger at them or saying that you're, you're bad if you've not been the person who's already on top of maintenance. But it's really the opposite. And I've just seen too many people who've had terrible experiences who have to be, you know, inconvenienced and have to pay all of that money for massive repairs. It's certainly upsetting. And it's the last thing I want to see with car owners. And especially because of the fact that I know how preventable it can be. So I really just want this episode to be a little bit of a, a nudge in the, the direction of give it a little bit, just a little bit of extra effort. You don't have to, you know, become some sort of a, a service aficionado. You don't have to learn the language and, and understand all the ins and outs of how a car works just to be able to keep it in better overall running condition. You can learn a couple of simple things. You can take a few simple steps. And by doing so, you'll really have a good chance of saving yourself money and time and frustrations down the road. And another thing to consider here is if you're not able or not interested in doing these checks for yourself, don't worry about it. Find a local mechanic I think the best thing you can do is talk to some friends, ask coworkers, and maybe even reach out to like the local car group that is associated with your make or model 
and ask them, who do you trust? Generally, it's pretty easy to figure out places that you need to steer clear of. And unfortunately, yes, there are plenty of those places, places that will take advantage of someone and will try to upsell you on things that are not necessary and do things that will benefit them and not really help you as much as they want you to believe. But also I've found that when people have someone that they've learned that they can trust and and rely on, they're usually very happy to share that info with anyone who may ask. And in certain communities, I think that's even more important. If you are already in a community that is often discriminated against, this can be especially challenging. So when you do find someone who has your best interest in mind and who's actually just trying to help you, it can be even more important to establish that relationship and have that person as someone that you can you can fall back on, you can trust. So obviously I don't want you to just take the, the, maybe the easiest path, which is just automatically go back to your selling dealer, even if you've had a bad experience and just follow everything that they're telling you to do. That may be helpful. Maybe the service department and the sales department are very different in how they treat their customers. But again, just, you know, ask around a bit, look into them and see if, if this is somebody you can trust before you do that, before you shell out the money that it does take to service a car, make sure you're doing it in a way that is appropriate, that you're spending a reasonable amount of money on the service, that you're not being, you know, overcharged and that you're at a place that you feel comfortable and that you believe you can trust. I know from my time in the industry that there are a a huge number of just wonderful people in the industry who want to do right by customers who, especially in something like service, they got into that because they know the value of, of maintaining a car. They understand how to do it and they're happy to help people who don't have that kind of interest. So as long as you can kind of filter out the the bad ones and you can find someone that you can trust, I promise you that they will be just as grateful that you're depending on them and trusting them and, and relying on their advice as you are to have them in your corner. So I think it's time to wrap this one up. As I said, I wanted to mostly just point out some of the the foundational things you can do as the owner of a car to stay on top of service. In future episodes, I'm sure we're going to talk more about things like understanding your service intervals, being able to determine uh, when something is due or when something is is necessary cost-wise. But for this episode, I really just wanted to get into that starting point with maintenance because I really think it takes you very far and can be very beneficial. So I hope this has helped. If you are interested in any of my help, please visit thepropercar.com to learn more about my services. And of course, you're always welcome to reach out to me. 
at podcast at thepropercar.com with any topics that you'd like for me to cover, any questions that you have, any suggestions or feedback that you might have on my podcast. I'm all ears and I really would love to hear from you. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore proper underscore car. That's where you'll find the post that I referenced earlier. And please consider following, subscribing. And if you find this content helpful, share it with a friend and maybe leave a review because that's how people outside of your network are able to find this as well. So thanks for listening. And until next time, enjoy the drive.